Let's get hyped! Mike Shaver, welcoming you to the first hype cast of 2019. Joined by a somewhat concerned Brian Christofferson and Michael Brunts based on that opening. No, I'm not. No, you're not. Brunts, Brunts flinched. Yeah. Well, I, I knew you were going to bring it for the first one, but I didn't think you were going to bring it like that. <laughs> you know, I wanted to channel my inner Michael Buffer Yeah. and uh, let it roll. So, mm-hmm. here we are. It is game week, gentlemen. It feels good to be here at this point. Let's, uh, let's just start right off the bat. On offense, Brian, what are you looking forward to seeing from Nebraska in 2019 on Saturday against what should be an overmatched South Alabama team? Maybe it's boring to say, but Cam Jurgens. after I've heard that there's such a difference with him and everybody else, I want to see how he looks, how he, how he moves around, um, and how many plays they give him. Um, so that part. And also just the offensive line as a whole just being clean. You know, it being a game where you don't have, like, five false start penalties and it feels like, you know, you're they're always trying to make up, for, you know, playing behind the sticks. So I, I think I'd start with the O-line and Jurgens. I think, uh, for me, it's I want to see that defensive front. I mean, I, well, we're on offense. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was messing around. First hype cast of the year. You can't God. follow the format God. that has been expressly God. put together. I, I think a clean performance from the offense is important. I mean, you go back and look at last year and kind of what Nebraska didn't do well. I mean, they, they weren't efficient a lot. And, you know, staying ahead of the sticks, I think, you know, avoiding the holding penalties, the stuff that makes uh, – that, that are drive killers, I think that's probably the biggest thing. Because, I mean, I, I don't think that Nebraska is going to have issues moving the ball in this game. But I think it's an opportunity for them to come out and show that kind of some of the things that – plagued them and, and were kind of deficient to, uh, you know, what they did last year or have been corrected in, in the second year of this offense. Yeah, I um, definitely understand where both of you guys are, are coming from in Nebraska playing clean, particularly on the offensive line, and especially with somebody like Cam Jurgens, who making his first career start as a center, playing in his first career game as an offensive lineman. It's going to be pretty unique to kind of see that happen. I want to see if Nebraska's offense can just overwhelm, to me, what should be a, an outmatched South Alabama team. Like, I, I mean, if this team is as good as it could be, and, and you know, week one is still week one. you got to work out the kinks and everything else. But I, I would like to see if they're able to put up a lot of points. I mean, finish things with touchdowns, finish drives, avoid the three and outs. You know, some of that is playing clean. Some of that is making plays. Are they able to, to – athletically dominate a team that they are superior to. I mean, these are things we haven't seen from Nebraska football in quite some time. And they did it, you know, against Minnesota for a little bit last year. They definitely did it to Bethune-Cookman. Um, I think that they should be able to do that to South Alabama. I, I want to see if Dedrick Mills is able to run through tackles, if, you know, Wandale Robinson is able to make people miss and can finish off runs or you know run after catches and I want to see where Adrian Martinez is at in year two I mean it's funny to me how little we have to talk about Adrian Martinez this this fall camp because you have your set in stone quarterback and everybody expects he's going to be good but is are we going to see are are you going to visibly be able to see that he raised his game another level Uh, those are kind of the things that stand out to me when I look at this offense and I think that Saturday is a good opportunity for them to put on paper that they can be a dangerous unit yeah they they shouldn't have to get cute 
I mean, back in the heyday of Nebraska football games like this, you could tell in the first series or two, even when the other defense was fired up, you could just run it right up at them, and they're getting five, six yards right off the bat on those carries, which are going to then turn into 10, 12, and eventually home run plays. And so that's what you want to see this Saturday. You don't want you don't want to see one of those opening series where you hand it off and you know it's a one yard loss and it's a third and eight and you got to pull something out of your backside. This should be the type of game where you don't have to be in those spots a lot. Let's move over to the defensive side of the ball, Bronce. What are you looking for? Because you you're very excited uh, yeah, about I, defense. I, I mean you champing at the bit over yeah. here. Uh, the, the the defensive line is the one I, I want to see. I mean, this is a South Alabama offensive line that should be severely overmatched. We've heard all fall camp, all spring that, you know, they feel good about their top six, maybe as deep as eight or nine on the defensive line. We'll, we'll see if that's true. I mean, this is a, a group that is, is going to be much bigger uh, than any line that South Alabama is probably going to see this season. And, you know, how does Darian Daniels look at that nose tackle spot? Um, you know, is DeAndre Thomas a different player from what we saw uh, at the start of last season to kind of earn that praise that he's had during fall camp? Stopping the run is going to be a, a huge part of, of how this season goes, and it's, it has to start Saturday. And, and it, it's one of those things where you don't want to see those guys moving backwards or giving up four or five yards of carry. I mean, they, you need to come out fast, I think. Yeah, give me the borderline cocky defensive backs who feel like they uh, they're just swaggerific these days. That the swaggerific. They, well, the way they talk, you, you they're they're a confident bunch, and let's see if they can back it up. You know, this is a week where it shouldn't be that hard. You're going against a pretty raw quarterback, but you wanna you wanna be pretty fine tuned because you're about to see the best wide receiver in college football in a matter of. You know, ten days or whatever, eight eight days. I guess we are from it. The best wide receiver in college football. I think he is Lavisca Chanel. Not the guy from Alabama. I like Lavisca. Wow. Me and him are tight, but yeah, I I I, w- I want to see a couple picks this this uh, Saturday, and maybe even from a cornerback, which has been a very rare occurrence around here. Yeah, I'm I'm with both of you guys. I, I think the interesting thing with South Alabama is they want to run the ball. And so what Bruns was talking about with that defensive line, it's, you know, that's what South Alabama wants to do. They want to run the ball. They want to set themselves up for third manageable, uh, you know, second and manageable. And so if Nebraska is able to turn that back out early, if they're able to, you know, flush the running back and force to bounce them outside and you got linebackers there to clean it up, are they capable of doing that? Can guys like Mo Berry play clean in that the, the defensive front is able to take on multiple linemen, allow them to go to work, allow him to, to, to finish – you know, a half of play with double-digit tackles. I think that's a very possible thing um, for Nebraska. They just have to go out and do it. So I, I'm curious in that regard if they're able to to accomplish that. And then, I, you know, if we were watching anything real closely defensively in terms of personnel, I do kind of want to watch and see if it's every other series for somebody like Will Honus and, and Colin Miller. I think that's kind of the most contested battle at this point. Then the other thing, and you didn't really mention it, but it's in the, the secondary, what role does Cam Taylor have? Like when it's, you know, they're in their base defense. I like <laughs> I like their secondary so much. Where does Cam Taylor fit? Like what, is he playing safety? Is he in for Lamar Jackson at certain times? Uh, because if it's a rundown, maybe you want Lamar off the field. I mean, that sounds bad, but that is still kind of true to me today as it was last year. And so – I'm just really curious 
specifically where we're going to see Cam Taylor playing in certain you know base defenses because you think he's going to be out there. They they consider him one of their better players. Mm-hmm. And then what happens with with Will Honus and Colin Miller? Well, all right. I think it's time for a series of predictions. We've got a couple things beyond just the normal bold predictions and score predictions that you will have every week, but because it is the opening week, gentlemen, I want to know how Nebraska scores their first touchdown of the game. Which one of you would like to go first? Bruns, you ready? Yeah. J.D. Spielman on a 35-yard touchdown catch. All right. Specific. Isn't that essentially – he had that last year, but it wasn't their first one, right? Uh, Correct. Yeah, their first one was Adrian Martinez. Uh, the, it was kind of the flip, right? The yeah. flip into the end zone. If you go back and watch him in that game, so good. Yep. So good. So uh, 35 yards, Adrian Martinez, J.D. Spielman, touchdown. Nice. Fourth play of the drive. Third. <laughs> yes. This. Oddly specific. Yes, I love it. I love it. 39-yard touchdown run by uh, Adrian Martinez on a similar play maybe. To last year, where it's a, it'll be like his own read. He's going to keep it. And whoop, gone. All right. Uh, I mean, you guys took some some good ones there. I guess I will go with uh, Diedrich Mills gets his first touchdown. In uh, Not his first touchdown. He had touchdowns in Georgia Tech. I guess his first Nebraska touchdown. And it comes in the first drive as he finishes off a 22-yard rumble into the end. 22 yards. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so. Watch, it's just going to be a – one yard quarterback sneak. Yeah. In the third, right. in the third quarter. In the third quarter. <laughs> defensive stalemate. The, the, next, seven, three. the next prediction. I think we all believe Nebraska will have more takeaways in 2019 than they did in 2018. Is that fair? Hope yes. so. They'd better. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sure hope so. Um, what will be the first takeaway in 2019? Who gets it? How does it happen? It's going to be a sack force fumble. Who gets the sack? The sack is going to come from uh, Ben Stilley. Okay. Recovered by? Colin Miller is going to fall on the ball and raise it up triumphantly to the sky. And then Stilley's going to throw a monstrous. uh, There'll be a a big bone bone throwing session, yes. All right. Well, that's pretty good. I like that (laughs) one a lot. I'm going to go a a high throw over the middle on third down, probably late. Either, yeah, maybe back across. A late hit? No. Antonio Reed? The throw's going to be late. Uh, he can't hurt you now. Um, Deontay Williams interception. Oh, you going, took him going back the other way. All right. Well, he's going all the way. Yeah, to the house. That's what all Travis right. Fisher wants: defense to offense. You got to right. be ready to go. Uh, he'll he'll take it back into the red zone, but not for a touchdown. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Well, that that changes things. Yes, a little bit. All right. Well, I'll go with. The very uh, rare, but occurs a fair amount of times. Nebraska is forced to punt. And on that punt, South Alabama muffs the the recovery. <laughs> and Isaiah Stallbird lands on the muff punt. Is it because they're going to be so confused by Isaac Armstrong's ball going the other way? Well, they'll be confused by the fact that their defense got a stop. And so then that'll throw them off. And they're then they're the going to run out late. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's going to be. Okay. All right, we've got these guys looking like the Keystone Cops <laughs> that they're playing. Yakety sacks playing for right. sixty minutes. Do you want to go with the bold prediction or score prediction first? I oh. thought that was pretty bold, but uh, let's go with let's go with bold predictions. No, the, those were just already oddly yeah. specific. Yes. Okay. This is a straight bold prediction. Now, Brunts, I'm pretty sure won this last year. He was great at it. Uh, he had a three week stretch where he hit, I think, each time. My bold prediction. 
is I think you're going to get two touchdowns out of Nebraska's tight end group in this one. That's that's a fair one. Go one with Jack Stoll, one with Austin Allen. Oh, wow. He's even co-touchdowns to it. Yep. I'd, I'm going to say Wandale scores two. You got a Wandale prediction. Wandale's going to score twice, and he's going to get one receiving and one running. Oh, God. How how much will the hype train be rolling down the tracks at that point? It's going to – if South Alabama is as bad as I think they're going to be – They're bad. It's going to be overkill hype around here because it'll just be a huge number and it'll yep. people will lose their minds about it. All right. Alex Davis has a double-digit – double-digit – has two sacks. Why did I say double-digit? Double-digit sacks. Two, <laughs> two sacks, not double-digit. He did have a big off. Alex Davis has two sacks. The hype is real. In Nebraska's win over South Alabama. All right, score prediction time. I'm going to go first. In Nebraska, 63, South Alabama, 17. Uh, Nebraska, 55 to 14. A lot of dudes play, including Jakeem Green getting a little time at the Look end. Look at it. He's throwing in more bold <laughs> predictions. He can't help himself. I'm going to go uh, 61 to 10, Nebraska. Um, <laughs> 61. 50, 51 point, the cover. You're saying they might miss an extra It's going to be a busy field goal day is what you're saying? They could be. they might miss an extra point or something? Oh, they're going to go for two. Maybe they miss They're going to go for two in the Maybe fourth quarter. Maybe there's some missed kicks for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. He's kicking. He's doing well. All right. That was the uh, the Hypecast. People expect an easy win for Nebraska this weekend and uh, a lot of action. So be sure to check out the coverage at Husker 24-7. Be sure to check out the podcast next week. <laughs> <laughs>